This is an AMI podcast. Hey guys, welcome along to another episode of Double Tap. It is Thursday, the 23rd of March, 2023. And coming up, we're hands-on with the Optima from Orbit Research. Well, sort of. You're listening to Double Tap, your daily accessible technology show. Now, here's your hosts, Stephen Scott and Sean Priest. Oh, hello, Sean Priest. Hello to you. I like Ooh. that. I like that intro. I liked it how it was hands-on, parentheses, well, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> close parentheses, yeah. Is it parenthesis or parenthesis? I can't, what I don't is know. that? Usually I would just say brackets, Yeah, that's I was what trying I'm to be posh. Well. Yeah. Sorry. Stop that. Yeah, it never pays <sighs> off. Oh, honestly, so embarrassing blind blunder yesterday. Oh, beautiful. EBB, let's have it. <laughs> <laughs> the EBB. <laughs> Hashtag EBB. I love it. Uh, oh, honestly. So uh, I have a Chinese last night and it was a oh. really nice Chinese. Hang on. Let me sit back. I enjoy these so much. Oh, Carry on. it was so embarrassing. So, you know, I, 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 what happened was a neighbour, one of our lovely neighbours in the street, uh, her child is, um, her little child, youngest child, is doing a sponsored uh, hill climb nearby, right? So she's doing a sponsored hill climb and you know, everyone's donating money, and I, I Very nice. said, yeah, exactly. And I said, I sent a message, and I said, listen, I, uh, would, well, my wife and I would like to actually donate some money to this. So, how do we do it? Is it like a just giving page, or you know, what's going on? And she's like, no, 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 we're just collecting the money because the the just giving thing, you know, sometimes there's a fee taken. And she said, we just thought we'd, you know, it's a little charity. The most we can get, you know, we'd rather get in cash. So, I was like, okay, yeah. fine. So she says, hey, listen, just pop over whenever. Uh oh. So I said, okay, actually, I will. I will do that. I'll pop over. I haven't seen them for a while. And you know that way, even though you live beside people, you barely get the chance to see them. And in winter, you see nobody. Yep, absolutely true. Yes. And of course, we don't ever leave the house. So yeah. <laughs> I saw you, you the most the people when I slipped on the yeah. pavement and <laughs> lived there for two hours. Everyone brought me blankets. It was lovely. It was yeah, like oh, a get-together. When, when did you move in? 25 years ago. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. So we... Um, so I decided, yeah, okay, we're, we're going to give some money. So my wife, uh, she was out tonight, uh, last night, and so I said, okay, fine, uh, I'll pop over with the cash. But then my Chinese arrived, my Chinese meal, and so I had my chicken fried rice, and I had my, uh, you know, prawn crackers and my chips, oh. and oh, it was veg, sorry, fries. Oh, stop and, it. Oh, it was oh, so nice. Oh, so nice. Yeah. You'll be having that tonight now. And oh. um, <laughs> I had it all, and that was fine. And then I thought, right, okay, now I've done that. Now I've had my dinner. I've had oh, my meal. No. I'll head over to give the the cash to the neighbour. Uh-huh. So I find the cash. And of course, the first thing you've got to do is make sure that what you're giving is what you think you're giving, because it's not the first yep. time I've given lottery tickets to people thinking it was cash. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. Thinking it's folded money, right? So I was like, okay, um, double check this, the cash. I think it is. Yes, it is. That's fine. So off we go. So I put my jacket on because it's quite cold and I head over. And my intention is to go and just give the cash over to... <laughs> The, the little child and say, good luck with your hill walk and your hill climb. And, you know, good night. Yes. Oh, why do you come in? And I'm like, oh, oh right. Yeah, okay, fine. All right. That's nice. Um, oh, so I, I went that. in and I sat down and that was fine. And thankfully they're, they're very tidy people. All right. So, you know, okay. lovely clean house, very tidy. So, you so know, far, no, so good. And no obstructions, nothing. You didn't very sit on a child? Nice. Didn't sit in a child. They had a or dog. A Didn't sit on the dog either. Well nope. done. None of that. I've done all those things before. Yes, Fine. I know it's utterly terrifying. Um, 
But nope, incident-free, I sat down. And then she says to me, can I take your jacket? No, I know where this just, is going. If I just said, oh, do you know what? I'm fine. I'm only here for a minute anyway. So, you know, and I'm actually quite chilly. Then that would have been fine. No, I took off my jacket to reveal mm-hmm. a huge gravy stain <laughs> all down my top. And she said, oh, you've got a bit of gravy on you. And I could, actually, I could feel this line of gravy going down to my stomach, to my belly button. I look, I must have looked like I'd been slashed. <laughs> Just like cut open, you know, like a horror movie. And of course, that doesn't mention all that gravy around your face, around well, your mouth. I don't even know about that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who knows, right? It's probably everywhere. And so she's like, "Oh, um, well, you might, might maybe, maybe you want to keep your jacket on." And I'm like, "Oh my god, this is the worst moment in my life. I just <laughs> want to go home. Please cover your shame. Please, You're making this an awkward experience. Please yeah. sit in my house while you feel utterly." embarrassed to be alive and you wish the ground would open if there was an earthquake to happen this would be the moment to kick in a runaway train is there anything else going on in this village right now (sighs) well it it ended as usual with you know lots of laughter and no doubt lots of comments about my ability to eat um we've all been there Stephen. it's fine just you know stride on hashtag ebb there we go get that going let's go (laughs) (sighs) <sighs> anyway, yeah, <laughs> what a laugh. So uh, I think I'm actually wearing that T-shirt today as well. Um, well nice. you know, I'm in the house, who cares, right? This is audio, so who cares? Yeah, exactly. You look stunning to me, Stephen Thank Scott. You. Don't worry about it. You look gorgeous to me too. When are you getting Thank back you. in that shed? Everyone, everybody I ask, I feel like I'm going to interview the King of England one day and yes. he's going to say to me, uh, nice to see you, Stephen. But uh, well, how's Shed? Get, how's Sean uh, getting on? And is he ever going to get back into that shed? Because everybody asks me that question. Well, I, whoa, 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 hang on. It, uh, what, what's wrong with my dining room setup right now? Are oh, you nothing. Saying, but I think people are. I think they're missing uh, you being they're, in they're that shed. They're missing the ambiance of the shed. It does give me a certain je ne sais quoi. Oh, look at me go. <laughs> yes, I, I am missing it. I am. Going to get in before the end of the month. Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm trying at the minute to get a handrail put in to get me to the shed. That's how determined I am because I am missing that shed. Zip wire. That's what you want. Zip wire. Some sort of harness. Cable some car. Sort of pulley system. A yeah. crane. A little cable car just at the bottom of your because you've got quite a big garden. So you know you could have it from the the bottom of the garden and yeah. it can take you up to the top of the garden. Oh, That's a great imagine idea. one day. God bless you, Mister F. I need it for it, work. It'd be like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory minus the factory, the chocolate, Charlie, and Charlie. Yeah. And yeah. Oof. But well, yes, indeed. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Into? But um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I think a lot of people. It's funny because I remember the amount of people who used to get in touch and say. The shed was fake. Do you remember this? People, it's there was a conspiracy fake. theory flying I know, around. Exactly. As we've mentioned before, I started off way back when in a pantry in my kitchen, and then I moved to under that's the stairs. Yeah, no, we, yeah, no, that's I, right. We met. We met in the cupboard. Well, we didn't meet under it in a cupboard under the stairs, but we did no. meet talking where, to you. Yes, in the cupboard, that was yeah. the uh, progress of my career. I was yeah. under the stairs when we met, <laughs> uh, and now I've progressed thanks to your tutelage. To a shed in the garden, and I love it. Thank you. You leave my tutelage out of this. I don't even know what that means, but I have no, it's nothing to do with me, officer. Nothing. <sighs> anyway, it's a tech show, honestly. What tech are we talking about today, Stephen Scott? Well, actually, we're going to talk today about the... I think that was very well done, actually. That was almost a professional link, as they Thank call you. it. Thank um, you. 
Yeah, well done. That was good. All right. Uh, so today we're going to talk about the Oof. Optima, <laughs> the Optima Braille laptop, because Janine Stanley, who of course you know from Ira, you know from such shows as uh, yes. Ira. <laughs> Uh, well, she <laughs> she is going to be here, not in an IRA capacity, but indeed of her own personal capacity. I believe she will also be in full capacity. Oh, well done. Um, so that's good news. Uh, she's going to be here to, uh, well, maybe not, depending on how this goes. Uh, she's going to be here to talk all about her experience at CSUN, the Optima she got hands on with, and also <gasps> some other Orbit stuff, um, and uh, the Sense Player from Hims. Oh, now there's been a lot of interest. I know lots of people are interested in that sense player. So, uh, yeah, very good. Yeah, well, a lot of people are excited about it. And I can give you a little bit of um, heads <gasps> up. Is that the right yes. phrase? Heads I believe that's up. what the youth say. Yes. Give us the deets. Yes. He- heads up is different to up in arms, right? Just to clarify that. Yes. Up in arms, that's bad. Heads up. Good. Good. Yes. Okay, we sorted right. that out. Excellent. We've got all the body parts in the right place. Uh, well, uh, heads up for tomorrow, <laughs> uh, because we are going to be speaking to Jason Fair. Now, Jason Fair, actually, I spoke to him earlier today. He is going to be joining us on tomorrow's show. Uh, we, we did the interview yesterday, and uh, we're going to be talking about his experience of the Sense Player from Hims because he bought one. He's put out, spent his own hard-earned Canadian cash. Wow. On a hands-on, a sense parentheses, kind of. Hands-on, yes. kind of. He will have it in his hands, and He's we will be talking about it. Yes, yes. We're virtually handsing on. Yes, that's right. Okay. Yeah. So all that, um, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's going to be fun. That's, that's it's going to be fun. Please, let's move on from this. Um, this, is, <laughs> this is becoming a British farce. Um, oh, dear. But yes, it is going to be interesting. But, but uh, what I will tell you is that he didn't buy the one with OCR. We'll find out why that is. Um, we're also going to get a chance to hear how the device sounds and find out about some very cool features. I think you're going to be interested in this. I'm not. I'm. I'm going to predict you wouldn't buy one because you're cheap yes. and you just wouldn't anyway. But I think that I might be tempted, and I might even be tempted over the Victor Reader Stream Third Gen. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Oh, based on what I've heard, that's a very bold statement, sir. Very bold. Okay. Well, I'm I, really interested to see what he's got to say. Yeah, I think that, I mean, it's so interesting, this one, because the Sense Player is a lot of different things in one. Uh, whereas, you know, the Victor Reader, although they can be compared, you know, it's a bit like comparing the Mantis Q40 and the Orbit uh, Optima, because, you know, they are, might be similar in style and design, but actually they're totally different devices with yeah, totally different, different capabilities, use different features. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Yeah, but it's the Smart Connect or Sense Connect, as they call it. That that feature where you can connect the device that's to the, the phone. That's the thing that's really got people interested. Yeah, yeah, and me. I'm, I, I think you'll. I think you'll be interested in what Jason has to say. I will say though. Actually, there's another EBB in there as well. I should have saved this one for tomorrow because we have another EBB with that. Interview oh, we can't have as well. too many EBBs. Well, do you want one go. more? Oh yeah, of course I do. Go on. So I interviewed Jason today. Is covered tomorrow. in gravy? I, I probably was, but that wasn't the problem. That was okay. Yes. Uh, I had it in my head. Now, just just to, this gives you a bit of an insight into my brain oh, over no. the last couple of days. Um, I think I think I have to cut back on the coffee, if I'm being totally honest, right? Because I interviewed Jason. And when I saw the name, I emailed in to say, listen, I've got one of these new sense players. Hey, would you be interested in, in learning about it? Would you want me to come on and talk about it? And I said, Absolutely. Yes, And as soon as I saw the name Jason Fair, I thought, I wonder if that's the same guy who we had on Double Tap TV talking about Accessible Flight Simulator. 
Uh, oh, he was yeah. the guy who developed. He created it, didn't he? He did. Yeah. During the pandemic, him and his friend, they put this together where they created an accessible or a way to accessibly play Flight Simulator. Flight uh, Simulator Microsoft X. Apps. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And um, it, it was a really interesting conversation. I had, <laughs> I had it in my head that he was English. Oh. Now, when he told me uh, that he was in Canada because he was, we were having a conversation back and forward. And he said, yeah, I got the sense player. It's not, I don't think, officially out in Canada yet, but I've got one. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. He's in Canada. Oh, yeah, do you know what? I mean, yeah, he's, he's, he's an Englishman living in Canada, right? Nothing unusual about that. That's fine. Yes. Uh, so he comes on and we're, we're chatting and, I, and he's got a Canadian accent. And I'm thinking, well, that's not the same guy. Because the other guy sounded so British, right? he sounded okay. English in right. my okay. head, right? Yes. So we get to the end of the call, and we've had a really interesting conversation airing tomorrow mm. on, yes. an, on a podcast and a radio channel near you yes. uh, called AMI Audio. And, um, God bless you, Mr. F. <laughs> yes. And I said to him, Jason, it's been really interesting talking to you. Can I just ask, I like to do this, you know, how did you find the show? How did you, you know, get you know, involved in our show? And he said, well, I first heard about it when you asked me to come on it a few months back. <laughs> And now, quite frankly, I'm insulted that you've forgotten me. And I proceeded to, and I know he'll be listening Panic. to this, so he'll he'll know where I'm coming from with this, because I said this at the time. I said, I, I honestly, Jason, I thought you were English. <laughs> I don't know where I get in my head that you're English from that conversation before. Oh, dear. But I do have that in my head, and he was trying to be very kind and nice and say, well, you know, my, my friend is American. Maybe that's thrown you. Um, uh, he saved your kind. blushes. He was can trying just, to be nice. He was can typically just, Canadian. Yes, of course. But can I just say, that's not specifically an EBB moment. That's just a Stephen Scott moment. It's right? not just that, a Stephen Scott moment. That's, that's an not a SSM. blind moment, is it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> SSM. Uh, there's a lot of those actually. You probably could put a hashtag on that. Yeah, I don't. I think I think I need to cut back on the coffee. I will tell you, energy drinks are a bad idea. Yes, you need to stop those immediately. Oh, I had but one. I had one this week. It's and too I much feel for you. I, too much. I may as well have emptied the contents of a Boeing 747's fuel tank into my mouth. <laughs> You're still flying high, but at least you, you didn't make that awkward moment until after you had the interview Thank done. Thank goodness so, for that. You're going to hang yes. up. Stay tuned for that one. It's going to be a beauty. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know, we're still getting a lot of comments in around the, uh, the Wayne and Julian debate. And I've had an idea, right, because Wayne and Julian... I think could go back and forth on their views on echolocation and capabilities of being blind for probably forever, right? Don't bring that up again. No, no, but I bring it up because they've been in touch and they've both been sending in messages. And I have to say, I'd love to play these messages in, but I feel Mm -hmm. that this would start a whole new level of this conversation or even just continue it forever. And we'll just end up on a loop talking about this until the day we die, which the way I'm eating is about 10 minutes. Um, but I wonder yes. if maybe there's another way around this. So yes, I've had what? an idea. Oh. Why don't we get Wayne and Julian on the same show? Oh, is it safe? I don't want this to turn into Jerry Springer. Is it going to be okay? We will have to nail the chairs down. Get uh, <laughs> <yeah>, Stephen. Remember Steve? <laughs> he used to be the Steve's the security guy. He got his own yes. show, remember? Was Steve Did Wilkos. He? Was that his name, wasn't it? Steve Wilkos. Oh. Steve, he, he goes, oh, Steve, I, Steve, Steve. That was the only show. Steve, right. Steve, Steve. I can't do the low, low guttural, down, guttural things. I used to okay. love Jerry Springer. Now, as a general rule, right, we play every email, every voicemail we get, right, as long as it's not too long or, or whatever. We 
try to play every single thing we get. Yeah. Um, but I think you're right. When it comes to this, we don't want we don't want a, a back and forth. We don't want anything to to get out of hand, maybe, or just as you say, get into a sort of echo chamber. Funny well, talking it's, about it's, echo it's, location. Yeah, well, yeah. It's not even so much about the echo chamber thing. I just think you know the problem is that if you have two people who are clearly having a conversation then isn't it better to actually just have a conversation? The conversation, yeah. So I'm putting it out there. Yes. Negative Julian and Wayne would like to come on and have a conversation. I think it'd be a great weekend show. We could could put this together. We could just disappear like, like WWE exactly yes. that is this this is either going to be an SSM or an EBB I tell you that is going to be definitely one of those um, but, but I think no, it'd be quite interesting yeah, yeah of course and look they're both respectful they both know you know well, I think the lines the, and they're both passionate the about it as I well I think that's so, kind of the point I want to get to because I think that the, the reality is both I've read both responses to each other and we haven't aired them and neither of the, the two have seen these responses but I, I feel that both are kind of leaning towards a very respectful and interesting conversation that I think I'd rather have and take some of the heat and nonsense out of it. Yeah, and actually in real have time. A, yeah. Exactly, yeah, and actually have a proper conversation about this. Because the one thing I, I really hold dear about this program is that we do have genuine, honest and raw conversations. And it's interesting, because I was talking to someone who's going to be on the show in a couple of weeks, and she told me today, she said, um, you know, I love your show. It is so real. Uh Almost uncomfortably real at times. <laughs> uncomfortably but real. But it is real. And yeah. that's one thing I'm I'm really keen to to do on this program. You know, I mean, I, I know that we fall onto the air every day Covered on this gravy. Yes. wonderful channel, uh, surrounded by amazing broadcasters and people who we are not worthy to be sitting amongst. Yes. Um, and somehow they still let us do this thing every day. But I think part of the reason is because of what we do, which is that we're real and we're honest and we're raw and we're here to just tell you what we think. But equally to have a sensible and, and actually sometimes serious conversation that needs to be had. And I think that, that what what Julian's recent message sent and has certainly, I think, resonated with me even today, even up till now, is that I think it's brought such a, an important part of this conversation around our capabilities and also recognizing those capabilities. Um, we, you know, yes, we can all learn new skills, and that's and and I used to sit here and on this show and on previous shows, I used to say things like, you know what, if we only just you know learn a smartphone, just just stop with the nonsense, stop saying you can't do it, just do it. Yep. But again, you know, with that level of perspective that we get from Julian, it's like, well, yeah, but maybe it's not possible to do that. You were guilty of saying that as well, by the way. I'm throwing you under the bus. Thank you. Thanks but, for that. <laughs> but you did, and so did I. We used to say this a lot. In fact, I used to get quite stern with people and say, look, you know what? Unless there's a physical reason why you, you can learn this, I don't really know what the problem is. You can learn how to use this 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 smartphone, this iPhone, this Android, whatever it is. I still say that. And you that. should do it. I know you do. <laughs> and and I think and I think that's fine to, to to say that. I think but what I would but I would also say is that we need to also remember where people are. And I think that's where this conversation has kind of brought Absolutely. us to. And so it's all about how, it's sobering. You, how you get your point across as well. I mean, I, I do have that viewpoint, you know, unless, yeah. as you said, unless there's a physical problem. I think everyone has the capability to learn a smartphone. But, you know, I'm not going to make people feel bad about that. I'm well, not that's going to the point. pillar people into learning it. It's yes. entirely up to you. Unless you go to Mastodon and shout about it, which is I'll just yeah. get upset. Okay. <clears throat> Let's not go on to Twitter and Mastodon I also, again. Can I, can I tell you something? I, I kind of want to go on to Mastodon now. I want to know what all the fuss is about. We, we well, talk about it. it, but we don't. But no, no, you need to go on as well. 
because oh, no, 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 me you do. under the bus again. Yes, okay, be- because look, if people are, go- if we're going to talk about this, and let's be honest about it, a lot of the blind community are on there now. If we are going to talk about this, right. we should be on it. That's not fair on people who are on there who are clearly getting on and getting on fine and actually quite enjoying it. And then us sitting here going, well, I'm not going to use it because, you know, I've heard this garbage. You know, that's not appropriate, is it? So come on. Come on, Sean. What do you have a go at me? I haven't said that. I haven't haven't said it's garbage. I just said I'm not really that interested. I'm on Twitter and haven't tweeted in 18 years. It's like, uh, okay, we'll go on. Let's choose an app and let's go on and let's give it a go. Well, you know, we're all about demos now. And I think the one I'm going to try is Ivory. On the iPhone, because that one's got the built-in sign-up process in it. Well, I want to do that one. <sighs> well, we'll do it together then. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, we'll let's do it together. I, I don't like, like this. You're being friends. far too reasonable and nice. What's, what's going I don't on? Know what's, I'm giving money to charity. I'm, I'm being know. nice to people. <sighs> it's like the body snatchers. I, I, I don't... <laughs> no, you're, you're always nice and reasonable, Stephen Scott. There you go. I think that was an SSM. Um... <laughs> Uh, Listen, stick around because we are going to be talking to the wonderful Janine Stanley. She's going to be joining us next to talk all about the Optima. If you want to keep in touch, please do. We actually had an email we're going to play in today from Kyler. Very interesting uh, little uh, audio clip he sent in. Um, He's been playing around with Eleven Labs. Do you know this um, website that can, can do a couple of things? It can clone voice and it can also create artificial voices as well. That's yeah, that's something I haven't heard about before. Yes, I've heard of cloning voices. I've heard of their TTS voices they have anyway, pre-made. But the uh, artificial intelligent generated TTSs, now that's new. I haven't heard those. Like you can you can create a voice and you can customise the voice. I mean, we are out. Well, I don't know if we're out of a job because I don't think they're silly enough to replace us. I think there's some other people that might be worried about their jobs. <laughs> but we're okay. Are we? Because we do, got Do we have newsreaders on AMI? I hope if we've, if we've had any <laughs> newsreaders around here. Good luck. Oh, uh, anyway, uh, uh, right, so feedback at doubletapaudio.com. Wow. <laughs> also, one eight seven seven eight zero three four five six seven. Quick, let's finish this part. Quick, get to the break. We are going to be back in a few minutes uh, talking to Janine Stanley all about her experience at CSUN. Stick around. Follow Double Tap on social media at Double Tap On Air and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts and email us feedback at doubletaponair.com. We'll be right back. This is Double Tap. Now, back to the show. And back today, Sean, with special guest joining us. Uh, can we, we can't give her special guest status because she hasn't been on the whole show. Oh, well. Oh, no. She's oh, well. just a guest. Just a guest. Oh. Oh. Janine Stanley's here. Hello, Janine Stanley. And you're hey. uh, round of applause. Uh, which, which fedora are you wearing today? Uh, let's see. I'm wearing my wool fedora today because oh. I'm in my three-season room and it's a little chilly in here. So the wool Sorry. fedora Three-season room? Isn't that a pizza? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm in my pepperoni room. Yes. <laughs> that sounds nice. <laughs> Trying to keep my dog's head off the keyboard. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Try to try to avoid. I find your dog is, is clearly wanting to be on the show. I mean, he very would quiet love dog. to be on the show, yes. What's his name? Well, Let's give him a check. Well, his name is Curtis. So Curtis. Curtis yes, yes. Mr. Steigers. So, nice. That, uh-huh. <laughs> As in uh-huh. Tony. That too. <laughs> right. I don't know where else to go. I can't think of any more Curtis. No, right. I'm done with that. Uh, so you were at CSUN. I was. I was. Did and you take Curtis? 
I did. I did. He had a very good time. He met many, many dog friends. Oh. And uh, yeah, it, it, I have to say, it was weird being in that big of a crowd again. It really mm. was. I mean, we were at NFB last summer, at which we all caught COVID. All of our Irish team <laughs> caught COVID, which was fantastic. So, yeah. yep. you know, I'm now immune forever. But <laughs> it, it was still, it was like, oh, oh, oh lots of people. <laughs> it was, it was, we did have a lot of people in the exhibit hall. A lot, a lot of people. So I remember when, was it last year, we had the kind of first one back, proper one mm-hmm. back. And then the year before, it was pretty much virtual, pretty a little much. bit online, a little yeah. bit in person. There wasn't a lot going on. So how how did it feel being there? I mean, since this is probably the first proper one back where everyone's coming in, I guess people still wearing masks where they want to. Mm-hmm. There uh, were some know. people, you know, lots of masks, lots of um, latex gloves, you know, lots of gloves, lots of hand sanitizer. It was about, I would say, 50-50 on masks, maybe less than that, but... Um, there was energy. I mean, it was nice to be going around and putting your hands on things again, mm. you know, which is a whole other reason for the latex gloves and hand sanitizer. But well, um, it it was really nice to actually get to touch technology again. And how is, you know, how does CSUN sit today? Because I find from our point of view here in the UK, where we are looking out at this, mm-hmm. we kind of see this as uh, one of the biggest events of the year when it comes to access tech for blind people, right? Mm-hmm. But and is that how you yeah. look at it? Well, it has been. I think CISA needs a makeover, honestly. I mean, I'm just going to be straightforward with it. Um, it's time to sort of come into the 21st century with some technology. I remember back in the day, and even when I started at IRA, um, they were very, very... Uh, um, tight about your presentation. You had to have it in ahead of time. It had to be checked for accessibility. You had to have copies of your slides, et cetera, et cetera. That hasn't happened since 2020. And I think that's, it's not that the presentations have gone down in quality. They certainly haven't. Uh, If anything, they picked up in quality a little bit, but that whole accessibility inclusive thing just kind of gets a, oh, yeah, 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 we're CSUN. Of course we're, you know, inclusive and accessible. And, you know, I think it's time for a makeover. We'll just say that. Mm, okay. You're saying there were some parts of some presentations that were inaccessible. You can say it's fine. Quite quite possibly. Now, I, because I was in the exhibit hall, only got to see one presentation. And so, you know, one uh, session. And that was it. So I can't speak for everything, and I know that most of them were very accessible. But for example, there were not there were no transcripts being provided. So mm. if you were deaf blind, you know, good luck. Um, mm-hmm. That was disappointing. And it seems that accessibility beyond the very basic things relies on sponsorship for CSUN. And I get that they're they're a college, you know, they're a state funded college, whatever. Um, but the big companies also were not back. Um, let's see, Sony was there and Amazon was there. And then Google had a few people giving presentations, but that was really about it in terms of big company, you know. And I don't know if you remember back in the day, uh, it used to be just huge. There would be the Microsoft room and the the Amazon room where they had all the new fun stuff to play with and, and uh, 
Uh, Apple, of course, has never come to CSUN. I don't think they may have way back in the day, but um, mm. yeah. So it's interesting it. you you say that, Janine, because uh, we were talking to JJ Meadow from AT Guys Blind Bargains. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's always at CSUN. He loves yep. it, and he was saying how he thought it was quite, uh, let's say, refreshing that it was you know that some of the mainstream big tech actually weren't there this year and how he he found it, you know, just sort of focusing in on the specialist tech and the accessibility Mm -hmm. assistive tech companies. He actually preferred it that way. Hmm. And, And I think there's something to be said for that. I think in terms of the funding needed to make the conference more inclusive, it would have been good to have the big tech people there. But it was kind of nice to see Uh. some of these small products, you know, well, smaller companies, let's say, um, providing, you know, getting a chance to show off their their wares and show off what they've got. And not only specialized tech, but tech that's meant to work with mainstream tech very easily. Which is often the link these days, isn't it? I mean, most most of today's specialist tech, with the exception of uh, the Victor Reader, although in some mm-hmm. ways I guess that does now. But I mean, for example, with the Sense mm-hmm. Player, there's talk about how that will connect oh, with your iPhone. Oh, I got iPhone. my hands on the Sense Player. Ooh. Now, did it feel nice? Because I have to say, it I did. just have a, this thing about Hims products that they always just feel really nice. Yes, yes. This one felt really nice. And it's about the size of a cell phone, I'd say. Maybe a little little smaller, nice rounded edges, um, very nice tactile buttons all over the place all kinds of connections and whatnot, and comes with and without the camera. Um, and pricing was, you know, for a specialist product, it was interesting. Uh, without the camera, you know, it, it was a little high, well um, a little high. But then for what it does, you know, I said, okay, you know, I guess, you know, I could, I could handle that for what it does, especially with the camera. And I guess this summer they're going to be adding a screen reader to it, which will be fun uh, because then you can bring down regular Android apps onto the device like Ira because it has a 13 megapixel camera. In terms of price, you're looking at what, between $650 and $795 yes. US. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, and that depends on the version you get because you can get the yes. OCR version, you can have the one without OCR. Um, there are the options difference in there. is just having the camera, not having the yeah. camera. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk more actually in the next couple of weeks about the Sense Player because one of our listeners got in touch. He's just bought one and he's going to be giving us a walkthrough from his point of view. I'm really excited about that because I really want a sense of how this thing works. Um, I, <laughs> I would like to that. see that Sense Connect <laughs> feature uh, because that was really intriguing too. Yeah, I think that's the bit that's intriguing all of us. We, we get that it can play audiobooks. We get that you can download podcasts onto That's all great. But when you connect it to your phone and then you can start using your phone with it and doing other stuff, mm-hmm. that's where it gets a bit more interesting. Controlling your phone from across the room, you yep. know, things like that. That mm-hmm. would be uh, that would be very nice. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. And also seeing what apps you can download on it when it gets the, the screen reader and that capability. 
Yeah, how's that going to work? Yeah, okay, lots of questions we'll on that find one. Out. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is how it starts, isn't it? And isn't it funny, right? Whenever something new comes out, we always do the same thing, don't we? We always say, okay, can it do this? Can it do that? And you're like, yeah, but it can do all these things. Yeah, that's all great, but can it do this? And we always want it to do more. Yes. Uh, we build a house on the side of it. That would be nice. Um, well, isn't okay. the thing that we're always comparing it to the smartphone, which is a jack of all yeah. trades, isn't it? We keep mm-hmm. coming back to when it comes to the Victor Reader and the Sense Play, we keep coming back to. Yeah, but the Blind Shell Classic 2 just seems like a nice, you know, it could do all I that. I think that's because the expectation's set, right? Mm-hmm. We've, we've had the expectation set by the, the smartphones. So yes. they can do everything. So why can't this do everything? I think that's probably what that comes from. Yeah, that's from. right. Yeah, Close. And, and you know what? It's getting so close. I mean, it, short of making a phone call, this thing is really pretty amazing. Yeah. Okay, so one other thing which I was very excited to hear about, kind of surprised Sean, I think, that I was as excited about this, uh, was the Optima from Orbit Research. Mm-hmm. Um, I have many questions because you got hands-on with it, right? I did. I did. What did the I keys did. feel like? Oh, that's oh, the obsessed. sad part. I know. Oh, well, oh, I no. was too, Sean. Trust me, I was too. And it's a it's a standard um, squishy keyboard. Um, why nothing, are you squishy? Why is it squishy? I know, I know. I love squishy keyboards. They're most, quiet. Laptop and this is a very quiet keyboard. Now, there you go. It's not as bad as some of the old, let's say, Dell keyboards that used to come with the Dell okay. desktop computers. Not quite that bad. Um, there is certainly some key travel and whatnot. But are we talking after, Logitech squishy? Because you know some of the uh, cheaper Logitech keyboards are squishy yeah, keys. Yeah, that's yeah. That okay. would be it. Logitech squishy. That's I could, a good, I could live yeah. with that. I could live with a hundred words for snow. <laughs> <laughs> We have a hundred words for keyboard, uh, keyboard tactile yeah. response, but yeah, it, it short of you know just being a little squishy though, it was impressive. I I didn't think I would like it. I just thought, oh yeah yeah whatever, you know, not something I need. I'm a Mac person, but honestly, I would I would consider one of these. Mm. Um, Form factor was very nice. I don't remember the exact dimensions. It would probably break at least one toe if you dropped it. Oh, it's um, a one toe, is it? We, it's a one toe, yeah. It's a little heavy. And now, hang on, uh, hang on. Are we talking a little pinky toe or are we talking a big uh, toe? No, we're talking middle toes. Middle yeah, toe. we're talking middle, middle toe. Yeah. Mm. Oh. Having mm. broken my middle toe recently, yeah, um, <laughs> this yeah. would definitely do it. A uh, uh, little heavy. However, um, it's very well built. It is. Uh, has again the nice rounded corners, um, just really nice design. It feels very solid. It doesn't feel like you know it's going to fall apart, and it's got that single forty cell line of braille at the bottom, which is great with the cursor routing keys. And it believe it's eight dot braille, pretty sure. Uh, and you can order it. And I I was a little confused about this because I thought initially that you could actually switch it on the fly, but I don't think you can. I think you can order it with either piezoelectric cells or the mechanical braille cells, which is really cool. And then I, apparently you can switch those out, which mm. just freaks me out. I, I'm just entirely amazed by that that they have, they're at a point where you can actually do that. So if you need the quieter Braille, you can have that. If you like the the more mechanical, the bigger Braille, uh, more pronounced, I guess, Braille, yeah. you can have that. 
And so that was amazing. And then the ports, switching out the ports, being able to do that. I mean, this thing is loaded all around the sides with things. You know, describing the sides of it would take hours. <laughs> you <laughs> know how you really go nice. through the yeah, you go through the description of the thing, and on the front edge facing you is this yes. this, and this. Yeah, <laughs> you'd be there yes. all day. Uh-huh. Did it, so did I have a did I have a headphone jack? It did absolutely. Hey. Yep. yep, beautiful. Yep. And I believe it's a headphone microphone jack. So oh, no. I right. think it's just controversy. Both. Some yep. people don't like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah so I know. I know. Are you saying you can swap out that braille display between the different different That's styles? That's what I afterwards? don't know. That's what I don't know, uh, Sean. Is if, if you can buy... swap it out afterward? Yeah, because yeah, that would be that would be amazing. And I think it was something they were working on. Um, and of course, everything that by the time I got over there, all the batteries had run down on everything. So, <laughs> um, you know, I got to play with it for about two minutes before it died. But uh, but it was you know very very. <laughs> they nice. not plug it in. I mean, yeah. I, I know, I know, and and uh, uh, Adi Kushner, his wife was there, and she was the one that was showing me all the products, which was really cool. And um, you know, she said, "Oh, we need to plug these in." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably <laughs> that would probably be a good idea. Did you? But- did you get a sense of? I sorry, I have so many questions, Sean. Mm-hmm. I know you're. Do you want to no, jump no, in no, as well? Carry on. I this just, is your dream machine. It is my uh-huh. dream machine. I know. I'm sitting here thinking this is just brilliant, but I'm intrigued to know about this sound because when you did get a chance to use it, were you mm-hmm. were you able to hear its sound? I mean, I know it's hard to yeah, get a sense it, of it. In it that actually had relatively decent sound. It was hard to get the the actual device up as because the exhibit hall is insanely loud. Yeah. Now, we were winding down at the end of the day, so it wasn't quite as bad, but there is no way you could have heard that without a speaker um, in the hall otherwise. But if you're just using it as an individual, it sounded fine to me. Now, of course, I'd like to play some media on it and see how it sounds, but um, it can certainly take you know USB, Bluetooth speakers, whatever you want to put with it. It looked like it could handle that. Absolutely. I was wondering about, you didn't get a chance to try the alternate software, did you? What's it called, Stephen? Was it assistive? Oh, the Braille UI, the, the Braille UI, Access yeah. Mind version. Access, that's the one, no, yes. No, they did not know. No, unfortunately, um, she wasn't prepared to demo that. So I asked about it and she said, no, that was something Adi needed to demo for me. And he was out at the moment. Uh, so I did not get to... <laughs> get to experience that i know i know i'm like useless here i'm just wondering if that's something that runs in windows or it's a completely separate mode that you can run alongside windows or instead of windows and that's that's interesting i'm curious as to what that software is going to get you in terms of does that get you the use of the um you know, uh, sdnf jkl as braille keyboard what does that uh yeah yeah, and that one I cannot answer for you, but that sounds Jane. like how that would work, though, right? I know, because it's, I know. it's the yeah. real UI. It's it's note taker mode essentially. Yeah. yeah, I would think so. I would and think did, so. Did you get a price, Ginny? They don't have a price yet. I know, but I thought you know you no, would sleuth I it tried. out. No, Believe me, I tried. I said, <laughs> you know, I even used the ploy. Look, Stephen Scott is lusting for this machine. Come on. <laughs> Give me a price, please, and I'll yes. get you on his show. 
Wow. Because <laughs> I, I have people the do power. my bidding. I love it. Well, Adi's <laughs> wife was impressed, so I don't Oh, oh well, there you go. We're in. We've got, we've got an in. If they want to send That's one right. for review, uh, yeah, there we're more go. than happy. Okay. Well, <laughs> see, there you go. I mean, and this would be a fun one to get for review because it looked like it was, it was going to be decent to play with. And I said, you know, gee, Troy, I need a Windows machine to test on a desktop. <laughs> you know, um... Well, good luck with that, Janine. Uh, uh, I yeah. hope you can get that Windows machine. But I, I think you're right. I think this would be a cool machine to try and test because mm-hmm. it would give us a sense of where this technology can go. And I like the fact that it's modular. Obviously, it's a yes. point. I mean, I don't think anyone's suggesting that you'll be able to you know, upgrade the processor inside this thing. You might be able to upgrade the RAM, but... I don't think you'd be expecting to be able to put a new i7 in there in a few years' time. Yeah, I don't think so. But it, but that's like any computer, right? Well, absolutely. And it looked like there were a lot of choices when you bought it as to you know how much memory, how much disk space, all of that that you could get with it. So it looked like it was pretty customizable. And then, you know, getting other ports if you wanted to buy modular things to put in it. I mean, this is a commercial product, which I thought was really cool that they've adapted, you know. And so I think more and more companies that can use commercial technology and then bolt things onto it, that's that's pretty impressive. Now, have you ever had your hands on the Humanware Mantis Q40? I have not. I have not. Right. And I asked that because something... they're supposedly similar in terms of mm-hmm. style. And that would not surprise me at all because I was looking at this thinking, okay, this reminds me of the old um, humanware, uh, oh goodness, uh, it was a, well, actually reminded me of the type and speak way back when. Yes. Um, yeah. And the Braille kind, Notes, the yeah, original yeah, Braille Notes. Yeah, Braille Notes. Um, and that that particular one with the QWERTY keyboard, thats I've got one of those up on the shelf rotting away. And uh, <laughs> it, it was one of those that I bought. I used it a lot when I was getting my master's degree, and then I kind of put it up on the shelf. But um, that's kind of what the keyboard reminds me of. So very similar QWERTY keyboard. Now, when we were talking uh, before you came on, uh, when we were emailing back and forward, you mentioned that there were a lot of cool products at the Orbit stand. And of course, we know that Orbit is the company behind, most notably, the Orbit Reader 20, Mm -hmm. uh, which was one of the Orbit Readers at first was known. And then, of course, we had the 20, we had the 40, uh, then came out the Writer, um, Orbit Speak. Now, it was confirmed by JJ. Yes, it was confirmed by JJ on the show on Friday that the Orbit Speak would be out in spring. Yes, yes. So that's, that's what they said. Yeah. Yep. And of course, that one had dead batteries, or I could have heard the voice, but this thing is, <laughs> the, the only word for it is cute. This thing is cute. I mean, it is literally the size of a pack of cigarettes. I mean, it is really, oh, really small. Hang on. Yes. What? I mean, it's got, it's got the keyboard on it, you know, Braille keyboard and a couple other buttons, and that's it. I mean, you could throw this thing in your back pocket, basically. And, uh, and it's what's the purpose really, of this? What, what is that? What's the use case? Is that um, just a note taker? I'm thinking it's just, it looks like it's just a note taker, which, okay, if that's what you want. And it, it certainly is. The, the form factor is nice and small. 
Um, it kind of reminds me of the original Braille and Speak, which was a little bit bigger than what this is. But the wonder of that device was that, oh my gosh, this can fit in your pocket. It can fit, you know, in a pocket of your backpack. It's very small. You can have it right there and you can take notes. You can, you know, do all these things that you might need to do with it. So yeah, I, I was surprised. Um, but it feels, you can pick up, it's like each company has their own signature kind of feel. You can pick it up and say, oh yeah, that's an Orbit product. Yes, I agree. I think that they do. I think all these companies now have got a style to them. You can mm-hmm. almost tell which product is which, mm-hmm. which is is rather interesting. Yes. Um, now they also had, if you are a Braille person, they this summer at NFB there were mock-ups of these things. So one was three um, D printed and didn't work, and one sort of worked. But they have the Orbit. Let me make sure I get this right. Three forty, which is three lines of 40 cells of Braille. Oh, yeah. And then they have the <laughs> five, they have the 520, which take I don't my money, is it? Is it yeah, well, it was almost I'll a take my money. I'll have what she's having. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was when I put my hands on it and went, damn, the battery's dead. No. Oh, Come on, that Orbit, was, get some uh, batteries. For goodness exactly. sake. Exactly. Plug this thing in. Come yeah. on. But the five. 20 then is five lines of Braille, 20 cells. Now, that one seemed a little less practical to me. If you were doing a lot of spreadsheets, it would probably be really, really good. But moving from line to line, I just wasn't quite sure about it. But um, those are now in production. Um, Pricing, call for pricing. Um, Don't recall those exactly, but they said they would have full pricing out for those soon. And uh, they looked really interesting. Then they had the graffiti, which, who they had the pricing on that one. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, 15000 oh, uh, for wow. the base model. So obviously these are for education. Um, and the graffiti is the Braille display, Braille uh, device that's got the screen that's probably, oh, the size of a 15-inch laptop at least. Okay. Uh, screen and you can put braille graphics on it you can also draw on it and the pressure that you use with your finger determines the dot height which really took practice <laughs> that one i played with for a little bit and just couldn't wrap my head around it but it's an interesting device and i'm sure in education there are tons of uses for it but yeah and again it looked really nice and sturdy nice and um the dots were excellent if you're a picky braille person um really really interesting it's just incredible i I think if you're at school today and you're blind and as long as the school obviously this is another issue of course is the access to these resources but if you do have access to these resources what opportunities lie before you especially in STEM. I mean, it's the reason that I wasn't able to go into STEM back when I was in school. They did not have this level of technology. And so there was no real way for teachers who were not creative to to really make things accessible and to make STEM understandable. Otherwise, it would have been a frightening world with me in STEM. That's all I can say. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Think mad scientist. Just, you know. When I think of you, Janine, I always think mad scientist. That's not a problem. And yeah, you yeah. should. <laughs> it's, got, it's, got, it's got to be said that CSUN uh, this year did seem really exciting when it came to the news. Of course, you know, the big buzz around Be My Eyes and the virtual yeah. agent. And uh, yeah, obviously the uh, 
the Braille side of it as well. So mm-hmm. I know you said you, you thought CSUN really needs to sort of pick up its game in some parts. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to the exhibit hall, obviously getting hands-on is still where oh, it's at, right? Absolutely. And I'm so embarrassed. The one thing I didn't get hands-on, the buzzword, of course, was AI. But the one thing I didn't get my hands-on was the Envision Glasses AI. And apparently, mm. I mean, I believe I am part of the beta team, so I'll have to get back to you whenever we can go public <laughs> with that stuff. But uh, apparently they are adding some AI capabilities to the Envision glasses, so you can actually ask the glasses more detail using their voice command feature, which is great. Um, well, we people- actually played a demo of that in last week. You wouldn't have had yeah. a chance to hear that, I don't think, but but we did. I- we played a demo when Karthik Karnan yeah. had demonstrated it at CSUN, and they had recorded I that. I finally got to meet Karthik, which was great. <laughs> yeah. We were sort of running between each other's booths between, you know, busy times. So, um, <laughs> but I am, I am anxious to try this out and play with it and, uh, you know, see what it can do. But it, adding this AI, I mean, I'm, I'm asking people, so, you know, if you were to add AI to Ira, what would you want it to do? We are excited for Be My Eyes, excited for what they're they're trying with the AI. And, you know, early days, so the AI literally has to learn what it's supposed to be doing and how it's supposed to do it. So mm. that's going to be fascinating to see how this project goes. And then where can we take it with the human side of it? And how do we sort of mesh those two things? And did you meet Stevie Wonder? I did not. Of mm. course not. Of course not. You know, we <sighs> thought, oh, gosh, he's going to stop by our booth. No, unfortunately, no. No, although he is an Ira customer. I will I will say that. But, <gasps> you can uh, say that. Is yeah. that breaking news? Can we- yes. There you go. Breaking <laughs> you news. Know? That's breaking news. We can press this button. Breaking oh. news. Breaking news. <laughs> isn't that loud, Ginny? That's wow. mental, isn't it? That is that is frightening, actually. <laughs> Tend to be frightening. Well, listen, Janine, thank you so much for coming on and telling us all about it. Uh, I know you're here today in your personal capacity, which is why I'm not asking you about Ira in itself mm-hmm. and what they were doing, of course. But you were there uh, as well. Ira Explorer. Yeah, and, and the Ira new Explorer. app, which we, we, we did demo. I say we. Thank Sean you did so much, Sean, demo. for the demo. And yep, everybody sorry. come and download. And if you see a feature you want, let us know about it. On Android as well. On Android as well. Same app. One app to rule them all. (laughs) Absolutely brilliant. Well, listen, thank you again for coming on and uh, do come back soon. Tell us about everything you know when you can. People don't realise there's so much beta software that flies around in our community. And it's hard to talk about certain things because Mm -hmm. either you're under an NDA or some kind of contract or whatever it is, you've got to be careful what you say. But so, you know, sometimes these things don't always come out into the open right away, but... You know, we know that there's lots of work going on in the background, certainly with Ira and, of course, with other applications as well. Yeah. And there's so, some amazing really stuff coming up in, across the board, I think. Like what? Like what? <laughs> tell us. Tell us, Janine. Like what? Well, you know, I'm just going to – I'll just email the Orbit people and say, okay, here you go. You know, they, the Double Tap gang would like a demo unit. And, uh, yes, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> I'm really I, – I am looking forward to the pricing coming out. Because, you know, I'm this terrified. thing is, yeah, so am I a little bit. Well, but. Uh, JJ uh, did do a bit of sleuthing for us, and he came back and said that uh, according to them, according to, mm-hmm. to Orbit Research, it would be less than the price of a note taker. 
Ooh. But we don't know what that means because we don't know which note taker they're well, talking about. I was about. just going to say which note taker because the Orbit 20 is now, you know, like $600, I believe. Yes. Which, you know, if you can go less than that for that machine, um, how I, many I don't will think I it, buy? I don't think it'll be cheaper than I think it's. I think likely this will be, I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to say this is going to sit between $1,500 and $2,000. Yeah. <gasps> that really? would be my guess. That I'm would gonna be say my higher. guess. Higher. Really? Higher. Mm. Yes. If that if I, that's sitting at fifteen hundred dollars, that will be a bargain for what it is. Oh, I think so. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, how many will you buy? <laughs> well, I only need one, but that, you know, mm-hmm. means nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Obviously. you only need one computer in general. You've got about fifteen. Get one of okay. That doesn't stop you. <laughs> Two, three, four. Yeah, okay. Let's see your point. Apple, take my money and uh, buy it. Take everything away. Take everything away. It's all being replaced with this. Uh, listen, we're out of time. Thank you so much for coming on, Janine. Uh, keep your feedback coming as well. Feedback at doubletaponair.com. one eight seven seven eight zero three four five six seven. Join the conversation as you do. And we'll be back tomorrow. Thanks, Janine. Thank you, Sean. Thank you. Bye-bye. Love Double Tap? Did you know we're on the TV too? Check out brand new episodes of Double Tap TV on AMI-tv every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Or binge on all episodes online at ami.ca forward slash Double Tap. We're also on YouTube. Search for Double Tap to catch our episodes there too. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor.